Hey everyone, it is Monday, July 6, 2020. I hope everyone had a, I was going to say great holiday weekend, but I know a lot of us felt that it was a weird time to celebrate America and to be patriotic. Um, but I did get a chance to take a break from work and hope everyone had a, a chance to decompress as well. So we're back here on Monday, um, out here walking my pup, Kia, uh, who you'll see in this week's issue. I'm feeling pretty good that I've wrapped up a personal writing challenge of mine called 30 Days of Gaijin Culture and was able to feature some of my favorite Gaijin TV, film, book, music icons um, with the world. It was a really fun writing project to do. Um, also getting back into reading some long reads. I'm reading... Um, uh, on the tale of my other Gaijin book club title, Minor Feelings, which was about the reckoning of Asian Americans. This one is a little more specific to me. It's called The Latinos of Asia, How Filipino Americans Break the Rules of Race, um, which is a book out from Professor Anthony Christian Ocampo. And got to give a shout out to Raven, who essentially made a two-person book club out of this. Um she was part of, she was the only black person part of my Asian American book club. I was surprised that someone else wanted to join and learn about Asian American culture and she is keeping that ritual going as we are learning about each other in ways that, um, we've never even asked questions about even though we've known each other since middle school. I'm gonna whisper that. It's a very long time ago since middle school in Germany. Um, also reading some a book by Paul Jarvis called Company of One, Why Staying Small is the Next Big Thing for Business. Really love this one as a solopreneur myself and knowing a lot of other one-person businesses. I think there's a lot of really interesting wisdom here around the future of being self-employed um, and our philosophy of work and life towards that. Um, so there's a, a couple more goodies in there, but also wanted to share a really cool movie I saw over the weekend, which is The Invisible Man, uh, starring Elizabeth Moss. I feel like there's a whole essay uh, in the making here about the remakings of this story. Um, I did a little digging and remembered that the original tale is actually from 1897 um, by H.G. Wells, Master of Sci-Fi, and it's literally about an optic scientist who turns himself invisible, then he can't reverse it, then of course it leads him into this life of bloodthirsty crime and murder and he goes insane. So it was one of those classic sci-fi novels um, from the late 19th century. <laughs> uh, but of course, a lot the version a lot of us read, or the remake, or riff on it a lot of us have read, or exposed to is was actually from 1952 from the black author Ralph Ellison and his take on it was that to be invisible means to be construed by others as a collection of general stereotypes rather than an actual individual person that resonated so hard for me again on the tale of reading minor feelings and Asian American reckoning talking a lot about invisibility um, as Asian Americans and the detriment that it brings to us. 
Um, so anyway, in this 1952 novel, Ralph Ellison writes about a young, nameless black man as he moves through just an intolerant America, and uh, an America that has blind spots um, and a lot of cultural blindness. Which brings us to 2020 and Elizabeth Moss uh, and this remake. Uh, and it's I, w- I won't give away any spoilers. It's I kind of walked into this movie not knowing too much or not even having seen the trailers. Um, and it was so captivating from the first second to the end. And again, fascinating in that its take in 2020 has a hashtag Me Too bent. It's about feminism. It's about sexism. It's about gaslighting. It's about... Um, uh, being uh, abused uh, and yeah so again I, I don't want to give away anything Elizabeth of course is amazing in it when is she not <laughs> so check that out it is streaming on Amazon Prime you can rent it there um, and then I'll just end with this creepy spooky app and Raven you're getting like all the shout outs today because she introduced me to this over the weekend with a series of videos I got on my phone of her real time adventures with this app um, that has marketed itself as the world's first quantumly generated choose your own adventure reality game so you basically choose um, kind of from these sets of energies uh, that you want to travel towards. Uh, they're called attractors, voids, or anomalies. If this is starting to sound like stranger things and a portal into a separate world, it's kind of what it is. And the whole point is that you actually um, set an intention before your quest. So <laughs> Raven showed me videos of intentions like creepy cool or pink and blue. And lo and behold, the GPS coordinates lead them into um, an industrial part of the city that they've never seen before, in which they see a pink building completely opposite from a blue building. Um, so I think that's pretty creepy cool. There's a lot of news reports out now that show um, that this app is leading teens to some spookier things. Uh, the biggest one was like, uh, a dead body, which was discovered uh, in a suitcase by some water. Uh, that was not cool. Um, but it's really fascinating if you read into these articles about the interaction between technology uh, and kind of these spiritual events. Uh, the, the founder of the app, the guy who wrote it, said that it was about an algorithm, little vignettes, um, chaos theory uh, and this theory of the derive if I'm saying that right in French which is about a small change that can set off a series of unpredictable events so there's this metaphor that you know if you push someone in a swing kind of normally they kind of have that expected back and forth swing action but if you change anything about the way that you push that person on the swing or if you have two people push it or you push it at a different angle or a different speed it immediately sets off kind of a series of unpredictable events. And I think being human, we're so desperate to always find meaning in the signs and symbols around us um, that it really turns us up into something fueled by our own imaginations. Um, I felt that way watching The Invisible Man. It was kind of an easy movie to shoot because we were doing the work of generating the fear, <laughs> you know, by examining every film frame for this invisible man that we know is there but we cannot see that that's that's really its own fear right there
so I told Raven I would try this app out. I don't have a car, so it would be harder for me to travel far distances. But I'm gonna put I'm gonna set the coordinates to something walkable uh, and set an intention. Uh, hopefully, I don't open up a portal into um, an underworld that I can never escape from. If so, you guys heard it here first. Please come rescue me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope you guys set off on an adventure yourself this week. Do something you haven't done before uh, and report back. All right, guys. Till next week, stay safe and take care.